Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal. Jason Giambi has done it. All right, episode 26, what is up? I'm Tommy, he's seven, Maddie P's in the building. And gentlemen, we have a, a, a Cy Young Award winner. We have, well, two of them, technically. We got two MVPs. We got a lot to talk about. Hall of Fame ballots out. We're talking MLB in Orlando, potentially. Uh, and then, obviously, we got the Elimination Chamber, so a big show today. Uh, let's check in with you guys first. Seven, how's it going? Going great. I cooked a delicious meal last night. Told you guys over the text today. Um, but yeah, back to my chefing skills. So Tommy, I know that falls short of you jacking off, but <laughs> that was my little escape. So <laughs> 10 out of 10 for me so far. Seven, um, why don't you give us a little preview of what you cooked last night? Yeah, so uh, I took some baby spinach, uh, cooked some pasta with that, and then I pre-cooked the chicken breasts, two large breasts, you know me, 10 roses on those. Um, Seasoned them with a little salt and pepper, cayenne pepper, garlic, rosemary, and cut them up, stripped them down, threw them on top of the pasta and baby spinach, put some minced garlic in there, stirred it around, a little lemon zest to bring out the flavors, let it soak in, Uh, cooked that for about eight minutes, and then served it in a bowl, and it was fucking delicious. Boom. Outstanding. Straight from your Italian roots. Uh, Yep. Exactly. Conversely, I just purchased, uh, let's see, I actually just got back from the grocery store, bought five pot pies. Uh, <laughs> five pot pies? Pot pies? Yeah, five pot pies, <laughs> five things of instant mashed potatoes, some hamburger helper. Uh, yeah, so oh. just it, it, in case anybody <laughs> wanted an update on my cooking skills compared to yours. You're uh, cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Matty P, what's up with you, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Um, yeah, that, that news about Orlando potentially getting a team was kind of um, a little bit out of left field. But, you know, um, but I'm excited to, to hear about the possibility of it. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how uh, it, it kind of gets approached as the co-founder of the Orlando Magic coming out and saying that it's it's listed right now as a major announcement but uh wftv down there figured out that this is going to be a push for the city to figure out or to, uh, to urge mlb that it will be uh interested in gaining a team if mlb chooses to expand hmm. there must be so many cities that could potentially qualify yeah team, right yeah I just, I don't know. I feel like baseball in Florida right now is in a tough spot with with the Rays doing well but still struggling with attendance. Miami having all their struggles. Does another team in Florida seem like the answer here? 
No, but I will say this. If I'm Orlando, I would push to have a ballpark in Disney World. I feel like that would be absolutely electric to just have first pitch at fucking Magic Kingdom and then go Yabo into Animal Kingdom <laughs> and fucking have like a practice field at Epcot. That, I think that would be Well, dude, dope. the Braves just left their spring training facility, which oh, was they in left, Disney World. Oh, they left that? Yeah, they left. I'm I'm pretty sure they'll be in Fort Myers starting next year or right okay. near there. Um, I didn't know that. Not Yeah, not far from where the Red Sox and Twins are and not far from where the Raves are in Port Charlotte. I know they they got a new um, complex either being mm. built or it's going to be ready for next year. So that's interesting. I just think there's so much you could do with a baseball park in Disney World. I feel like it's not. I'm not going crazy right now, too. I think I've seen like some concept. Of, I mean, clearly concept art can be from anywhere. You can get anything on Twitter these days. But I think I've seen some shit where they were talking about potentially moving the Rays to play there uh, not too long ago. So if Orlando were to get a team. See, the problem is the only fitting team name for an Orlando-based team is the Magic, and the basketball team already has that. That's a good point. I saw somebody say that the, the Tampa Rays should move north to Orlando and call them the Orlando, the, the Orlando Sun Rays. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. How about this? The Orlando Avengers. <laughs> or, Do you think they'd draw well? No. See, I think that's it'd the be, thing. It could be a gimmick, that because if you play your games in Orlando, clearly the attraction is to Disney and the theme parks. Yep. So if you put it in the middle of all that, then I think they would draw well. I just don't think it would be the main attraction. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And I think I think you almost run into a Vegas situation where like like the, the, when when uh, the NHL expanded and added the Vegas Golden Knights, the common thing was, oh well, teams are just gonna say, or well, fans of teams are just gonna say. Let's plan a Vegas trip, and then, oh, yeah, we'll see the Columbus Blue Jackets while we're out in Vegas. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. now, you like, me as a Cleveland fan, I can go, well, when, when whenever it is down the line I have kids, you know, oh, let's take the kids to Disney World. Oh, and we'll go watch the Indians play against, I'm going to steal the hockey the hockey team's name, the Orlando Solar Bears. Ooh, I like Which, that. Wow. That's, I, think that, I think they, take, they, they <laughs> jack that name right away from the hockey team. The Solar Bears is such a sweet name. That is a fucking dope name. I like that a lot. Or do we just call them the mice after Mickey Mouse? Mm, not a terrible idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not a terrible idea. <laughs> the mice. The mighty fucking mice. The oh mighty mice. God. The Orlando, Orlando mighty, mighty mice. mice. Wow. Yep. Oh Make it happen, my. man, Fred. Wow. That's, <laughs> I think that's a winner right there. <laughs> the mighty mice. Dude, that's... you got a good point, though. All those people who go to Disney World... Would be like we gotta go see the ballpark. We gotta go see the ballpark. We yeah, you can bring ballpark. bring the kids. They can you can leave them at like the little fucking playpen and have Alvin and the Chipmunks watch them. Like, you know Disney would. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> you know you know Disney would sponsor the park. It would be a Disney ballpark. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Oh yeah. Bob so, Iger would jump at the opportunity. They'd have the mascots walking around. Oh shoot, dude! Imagine a a fifth inning race in between innings. Oh, with where, the Disney like, princesses. Uh, <laughs> You could switch it up all the time. You could have, like, Mickey Mouse and his cast. You could have the princesses. You could have the princes. Oh, that'd be epic. You could have it, Disney After Dark and have, like, a little fucking lingerie party with the Disney princesses. Imagine Jesus Belle Christ. just running around crap. the bases. There, There's your bats on boobs, Seven. Yeah, bats on boobs. <laughs> New segment. 
Just for the Orlando a, Mighty Mice. <laughs> it went from a family-friendly ballpark to a nightclub. Real fucking <laughs> Real quick. quick. Real fucking quick. It um, really did. And you know what, yo? So, I wonder if you took this old, this old park in Orlando that the 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 Braves used as their spring training facility. That's literally on campus, like like you were saying, seven at uh, Orlando. It's literally on the the Disney World campus, and you just fucking add some seats to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, add some and just, seats. Fucking make it. Oh my god! Imagine if like there was a, a big figure like that mirrored the Cinderella's castle or some shit. Like the fucking uh, like the one from Miami. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but like Disneyfy it. Like make it make it fun. Not like a big flamingo that looks like it's just staring you into the soul. like give me something entertaining so i can enjoy it uh you know what no 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 no. here's what here's what it is you give me mickey mouse a a mickey mouse sculpture out in center field and just like like the like the the very first watch that every little kid had it's the it's the the hands move yep (laughs) i like that even more also, you know, it would be so easy to steal signs in Orlando for the Mighty Mice because they could just play, like, sound effects of Mickey Mouse. It's like, ha oh! That's so true, dude. <laughs> That's oh, so here true. comes a curveball! <laughs> <laughs> AJ Hinge would be fighting for that job in two seconds. Uh, oh, my God. That was a decent... That was decent. That was at least seven roses, I would say. I would come say, on. I'd give myself at least eight. I was gonna say eight. I'll give you eight. That's like why I said that. at least at least seven. Eight is at least yeah. seven. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. Okay. It's a great imitation of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> the the rest of the postseason awards have been crowned. AL MVP Mike Trout, NL MVP Cody Bellinger. Cy Young's going to Verlander and DeGrom accordingly. Um, do any had did any of these awards surprise you guys? Um no, actually none of them did because I picked DeGrom like about a month and a half ago when you and I were talking about it. So I thought he was the most dominant pitcher in the NL again. I, I know his stats probably don't line up with you know, what you'd expect out of a Cy Young pitcher, but when you kind of lift the hood up and look into what he's actually had to deal with, then I'd say he's the most valuable pitcher to his team and probably the league in general. Um, the only one, I mean, it's not a surprise, but I guess the only one that irks me a little bit is the Trout thing just because he was injured. Uh, but uh, his numbers speak for themselves, so I don't really have an issue with any one of these guys getting the awards they got. No, I don't Matty either. P., what about you? Yeah. I don't either. I'm, I'm okay with... With all of them, too. Um, I mean, DeGrom, uh, two years in a row, that's awesome. So you got to give him credit there. And what's what's crazy is that he had the fewest wins by a Cy Young pitcher ever, I Good. Think. Good. If, um, if writers start to devalue the win, I, like I think that. we're heading in a good direction. I, agreed. Agreed. Well, that was very um, not surprising, but I was happy to see that. Like you said, it's it looks like we're going in a different direction. Hopefully, moving forward with that, as far as that goes. But um, and he also, dude, another stat, a stat that I saw: he allowed 15 earned runs in 14 starts after the All Star break, which is pretty dominant down the stretch. Wow. Um, so uh, I was definitely okay with Degrom, Verlander as well. I mean, 
I don't get it, man. Verlander, it's one of these one of those situations where the older he gets, the better he pitches. And it's yep. like we we've seen this before, like Clemens and Schilling, and they were linked to steroids. Now I don't know if Kate Upton is a steroid for him, but um, <laughs> you I mean, could shoot, argue. We could argue that, right? So, you know, credit to him, dude. He had a whip of .80, which is the third lowest uh, in Major League Baseball ever of all time. Um, and first place on that is Pedro Martinez from the year 2000. He had .74, which is awesome. But So credit to Verlander as well. He had a, a historic year, so I'm okay with that. And then Trout and Bellinger, uh, again, how many games did Trout miss, though? He, only, he didn't miss that many, did I think he? Played, no. I think he missed 32. Was it 32? Okay. Uh, let me let me double-check that number so I'm not just spitting nonsense, but I'm pretty sure he played in 130 this year. He played in 134. Okay, right, so, so I mean, he, he played enough to see a good uh, portion of him. He's only 28 years old, and it's his third MVP. That's freaking awesome. He yeah. is. Um, so so with that, that's this is my awesome stat of the day. Um, he is already, in eight years of baseball, already second in MVP awards to only Barry Bonds. Yeah, that's Ooh. awesome. Okay, so I mean, I think we can expect at least one more out of him. I don't think that's asking for too much at this point. No. Agreed. Barry won seven, by the way. Whew. How much of that is tainted, though? Um. So, when... I don't know. He won three in his first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. Holy shit. Wow. Hmm. So if Trout does steroids, he'd get four more. He, he also four-peated the MVP from 01 to 04. Okay, so that's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's um, insane. Uh, by the way, slashing in that, well, not, yeah, slashing, uh, 349, 559, uh, 809. That's pretty good. That'll play. Mm-hmm. In, in in those four years, an OPS north of 1.3. See, I, that will play. Want, I would love to, see, like, I, I shouldn't say I'd love to see. I think it would be interesting if Mike Trout was juicing. I, the numbers would be out of fucking control. Um, personally, really I think. I think it would be terrible for him personally like, as a person, but for baseball, it could be just, it would be comical to see the numbers he could put up if he was on the juice. That would be insane, dude. Uh, like he had 47 home runs this year in 132, was it 132 games or 134? 34. 134 games. If we had a little bit more, um, more, more pop to his bat, I guess, I don't know. I think he's scraping 60 at least. Well, dude, even if he finished the season out with 100 and say he played 158, 59 games, I mean, he could be pushing 60. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, no. let's say if he's on the Jews, does he hit 100 home runs? <laughs> He'd be like 80 <laughs> or more, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not, uh, I'm not advocating it. I just think it would be something to see. The thing about Trout, dude, though, is, and it nothing to do with his MVP, um, he doesn't make the playoffs very often. You no. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a damn gotta, shame. For his career, he's got to try to turn that around the next few years, and I think getting Madden, it's going to be so much fun to see them play this year. Yeah. I'm excited for that. If they get Cole, too, because it sounds like that's probably oh, going to happen. Just yep. So if you pair Cole in that rotation and you have Trout in that lineup, I don't know, I think some things could happen. Arguably the best hitter and pitcher in the AL. Yeah. And imagine if Cole brought the trash can with him. <laughs> it's another 20 wins for them yeah so have you guys seen that setup that's that's kind of uh 
Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Making its way around. <laughs> like that's that's insane to me. Whoa. There was a picture online. It was uh, Carlos Correa next to the trash can. It was like the 2017 AL. Uh, or the 2017 World Series MVP next to Carlos Correa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, Hall of Fame ballots out now, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Seven, how many times have you come in your pants just looking at this ballot? I'm looking at it right now, and I just have some pre-cum when I see the name smack dab in the middle. Just <laughs> can't get enough of it. Number two. El number Capitan. Two. Derek Jeter, number two. Uh, what was his name? She- it was something Shepard. Bob Shepard. Bob Shepard, yep. yep. Um, legend never die. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's have some fun. Uh, writers can get up to ten votes. Go ahead and uh, let's let's each cast our own Hall of Fame ballot. And seven, we can start with you. So I'm going to work my way to Jeter. Uh, Jeter's making it for me. Um, we all know that, but I like Larry Walker. I like Omar Vizquel. Hmm. Wow. I do. Um, I like Sheffield. I don't give a fuck if he juiced. I like him. Uh, Pettit, like him. Where am I at now? Four. Well, five counting Jeter. Um, I think after that, it becomes a little bit more shaky for me. I like some of these names. Is it Sean or Sean? Are we saying Sean or Chode? I, I've always said Sean. We're gonna it's call definitely him Chode. Chode. We're gonna call him Chode. Yeah. So Chode Figgins. That's that's stupid. Adam Dunn. Stupid. Uh, Clemens and Bonds. That's gonna be tricky for me. I don't want to touch those two because I I just don't want to. Um, I'm gonna throw a curveball in here though. I think Schilling. If if I'm taking Pettit, I would take Schilling too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you take Pettit, you have to take Schilling. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you have to. And then after that, most of these guys aren't really moving the needle for me too much. I mean, you can look at someone like maybe Manny Ramirez, but I think there's too much mystery with him in terms of how real those numbers are, especially with everything from biogenesis and obviously from speaking with Porter. We know more of that story now. Um, <laughs> so, so like knowing that stuff in the back of my mind, it's tough for me to cast a vote for him. Guys like Paul Konerko, who are great players, but I don't think they're Hall of Fame worthy. Andrew Jones, I guess I could, but he. I feel like Andrew Jones was Ken Griffey Jr. light. Like I feel like he could have been so much better than he actually was. And maybe I'm just speaking out of pure bias, but I just never looked at him as like a generational player. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Matty P. Or whatever. Um, the rest or whatever. <laughs> see, for me, dude, I'm 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 against all the steroid uh, era guys, so it's tough for me to make because Kurt Schilling was kind of linked to it, so it's tough for me to to put him in there. Um, even though I would love to see him in there as as a diehard Red Sox fan, but you know, if I'm gonna sit here and say Bonds doesn't go in, Clemens doesn't go in, I, I gotta stay consistent and keep Manny out of it, Schilling out of it, Sheffield out of it, you know, those guys, but. Um, for me, honestly, looking at this list of guys, Derek Jeter is the only name I would vote to put in there. And I mean, if I had to pick other guys, it would be tough for me. Um, again, because the top names on there are, stero- are linked to steroids. Larry Walker being his 10th year on the ballot, I would pro- I-, I guess I'll, I'll vote for him. 
just to see if he can get in. Yeah, throw him um, a bone. Because, you know, I think injuries plagued him. Yeah. Which which probably hurts him in the long run here. But um, it's tough for me, man, looking at these names. I just, I think Brian Roberts, like some of these are just, you know, let's put names on the ballot, it seems like. Um, like you said, Figgins, Canerco, Carlos Pena, Haverhill Hillies, shout out there. But still, um, <laughs> I just don't think they're good enough to to go to the Hall of Fame, especially the first year on the ballot. Derek Jeter should get unanimous. Um, if he doesn't, I'd be surprised, but no one else does it for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, also, Jose Valverde, that's that's another name that... What so the random. Fuck? Yeah. So this remi- Jose Valverde reminds me of when they put Casey Blake like on this ballot that they sent to people, and Casey Blake didn't get a single fucking vote. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he shouldn't. I'm not saying he should. But, like, <laughs> right, yeah. Casey Blake apologists everywhere. <laughs> It but, was probably an honor just to be put on the ballot for him. You know yeah, but, I mean? but, yeah, but 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 be honest with me, guys. Do you guys tell me what teams Casey Blake played for in his career? The Indians, yep, Dodgers, and wow, okay, was not expecting that. But do you guys remember Casey Blake as a name? Like, like to no. me, to me, to be put on this Hall of Fame ballot that gets sent around, that the that guys like it should be like, okay, that guy was a game changer. No, I don't I think agree. you viewed Casey Blake as. No. A game player, let alone a game changer. I will say this. He was a game changer in MVP Baseball 2005 on the PlayStation. That game was fucking elite. <laughs> he would drop dick to right field on every fucking inside fastball. So, I mean, if we're going based on that, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer because I used to hit some dingers with him. That game was elite. It Catcher was. calls an inside fastball, bang the bucket. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, was Soriano linked to steroids? Uh, I think... Uh, see, I don't know. Giambi was, right? But Giambi was, yeah. I don't know about yeah. Soriano. Well, that's the thing. So Andy Pettit was. Andy Pettit came clean with it, and yep. he basically said he only did it while he was rehabbing from an injury, which, I don't know, maybe I should – maybe I believe people too much, but I took him at his word for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giambi also kind of came clean, but he got caught first, so uh, I don't know. Um, but I mean, G- I think Giambi's a case of like if Adam Dunjuiced, we're looking at identical players. Hmm. True. Did you know, was Adam Dunn linked to steroids? I don't know if he was. I know that I he don't just, think he was. I think he just struck out way too often. I and I don't know like if if he's on steroids, we have an identical case of Jason Giambi, you know, 2.0. But I feel like it would at least help him get more hits. So his batting average definitely would have climbed a little bit. He had a pretty long career, Adam Dunn. Yeah, four more months will play. I think he had a twelve-year career. Yeah, okay. I mean, he, it was long enough. He played over two thousand games. Yeah, no, I mean he, he he's a it's a weird case for me because he was truly a player ahead of his time. Because if he was in the MLB today, he'd definitely be one of the elite hitters we would call you know super like a superstar hitter because he had three. Like only three outcomes, home run. I would say Adam Dunn was the first ever three true outcome player. Here yeah. and here's some numbers to back that up. There's of every player that's ever played in MLB, uh, only a handful of guys have ever had seasons of 40 home runs, 100 strike or 100 walks, 150 strikeouts. Uh, some notable names on here: Mark, or Jim Tomey had two, Mark McGuire had two, Troy Glouse two, uh, Ryan Howard two, Jim Edmonds two, Adam Dunn six. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if Adam Dunn, to start his career, had a home run arc that was 
uh, better than Babe Ruth, better than Ted Williams, better than Barry Bonds, not as good as Albert Pujols, but he hung out in the middle there. And these, these are all – there's a there's a crazy video, and I can send you guys the link, and we can put it on, on Twitter, and it's from SB Nation. It's, and the, the title of the video is, Adam Dunn had the weirdest career in MLB history. <laughs> and I mean, It's definitely strange when you just summarize it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Dunn, in his career, has a slugging percentage of 1692 off of Clayton Kershaw. Wow. Oh, shit. That's insane. Uh, the next next highest is Anthony Rizzo with 8.57 at the time of this video, yeah, which was in 2018. So, wow, only a year or so. Yeah. What it, career batting average do you have to have to be considered in? Well, not cons- but to be put into the Hall of Fame. Do you think there's a certain like cutoff for that? No. So you just think it's based off numbers. So I think it's it depends what type of player you are. Like if you're an Adam Dunn, who is going to be a three true outcome guy, you got to hit yeah. 300. But if you're an Omar Vizquel or a Scott Rowland, who's also on the ballot, I think there's leniency here. And I actually have Scott Rowland on my ballot because he, he was a 281 hitter career. And he was also a seven time gold glove winner. Yeah, that's a good point too. I think, yeah, it's, I don't know if there's like a true um, definitive, cut like, off. yeah, cutoff because, to Tommy's point, like when you have guys in this, it's like that's the thing. I look at what I look at more is playoff performance and how often they were able to get to the playoffs. And I know that's more based on the teams they played for, so it's it's unfair to really judge that. But I think if we're thinking about Hall of Fame, it's what you did when it mattered most, and that's right. I think that's that's why in my eyes Derek Jeter's a unanimous vote, um, and that's why I have Andy Pettit making it because. Andy Pettit is, is probably top three in terms of career postseason numbers for pitchers. So I don't know how you leave him out. It's tough, man, because look at so someone like DeGrom, who might not have so many uh, postseason appearances by the time it's all said and done. Um, you know, Pettit was put in that situation so many times, right. whereas someone it's, – it's tough to find that – happy medium you know what i mean that right. balance between the two but i think the difference is with pettit pettit was a very good pitcher for his career he was never otherworldly yeah but he shined in the postseason Degrom has the argument that he was consistently the best pitcher in his league right right so there's two ends of the spectrum there that you have to take into account and then mm-hmm. with these middlemen like a guy like scott Rowland. scott Rowland was great but i don't know if he's hall of fame worthy for me just based on getting seven gold gloves and hitting 281, I think it's a good accomplishment. But when we think about the Hall of Fame, it's supposed to be the best of the best. And I think Scott Rowland is replaceable by a lot of guys that are already in the Hall of Fame, and they're probably going to come after him. That's fair. Um, yeah, just that to, is fair. Just to run through my, my ba- ballot real quick, I'm filling up nine votes. I am voting the steroid guys. I think Barry Bonds absolutely deserves the Hall of Fame, so I'm voting in Bonds Clemens. I'm also throwing a vote Sammy Sosa's way. Um, I think he... Is, is pretty deserving of it despite the steroids. Um, he, he was, I mean, uh, is McGuire off the ballot now? Um, let me see. I didn't see his name. I don't yeah. see his name on the ballot, so yeah. That is, he's Hopefully. off, yeah. Um, so I, I, I think, I mean, I think the steroid guys really did change the game of baseball. And, uh, you know, hate it as you will, baseball kind of got saved by these guys. So well, I like. I'm, I'm calling Porter right now. <laughs> you can tell him that. If Maguire doesn't get in, you still put Sosa in? Or no, no. no. I, I think if Maguire's not in, Sosa can't be in. But okay. I do think Barry Bonds deserves it. I think Clemens deserves it. 
Uh, Adam Dunn, I'm kind of wishy-washy on, but I'll throw him the vote. Uh, Jeter, obviously. Uh, I like the point you guys made about Pettit. Um, Omar, I'm a Cleveland guy, so obviously. And I I think with that, you have to also go Scott Rowland because he was kind of in the same vein of not deadly with the bat, but deadly with the glove. Um, And then Cliff Lee, I think, is getting a lot of disrespect from you two. Um, (laughs) Cy Younger, absolute hammer of a changeup. Highest pitching war of any first-year player on the ballot. So uh, Cliff Lee is getting the nod from me as well. I'm okay with – I don't mind Cliff Lee. It might not be uh, his first year that he gets in, but I think within a couple years he'll he'll find his way in. Yeah, I think he eventually gets in. That's fine by me. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the Elimination Chamber. Seven, this is your your topic, so let it rip. Yeah, so uh, Elimination Chamber this week is going to be on the managers. Um, and this is the list, I believe, of active managers and the 2019 managers. Am I correct on that, Tommy? Uh, we have in, currently in front of us. So what do we want to do? Do we want to go current managers or do we want to go 2019 managers? Let's do both. Um, okay, so everybody's fair game. So we're eliminating teams, pretty much. Just the managers. The teams, yeah, I mean, they're a part of it, but we're eliminating, you, yeah. we're eliminating those who manage said teams. I would say, because here's the, the example I'm going to use. I don't like A.J. Hinch, but the Astros are a damn good team, so. Right, so right. I would so eliminate I, Hinch because yeah. he's a fucking cheater and a coward. Right. Um, can I go on? Or I'll just, actually, you, fuck it, let's eliminate him right off the bat. I'll have the oh, guys. you're leading off with A.J. Yes. Hinch. Yeah, yes. let's, let's, get, let's get rid of him. I All right. Like Get All the right. fuck out of here. Uh, Matty P, it's to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on. Did you hear let that? Let me just say, <laughs> Change up. <laughs> change up. Uh, I love it. Um, how we do, just like who we don't like the most, is that kind of how, how we're doing it? I would it? say um, don't like, uh, d- disagree with their managing style. Manage. Okay. okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, for me, it's Aaron Boone. Oh! oh. Yeah. <laughs> No. And the only reason, dude, is because when he hit that home run off Tim Wakefield. Oh, come on. No, that doesn't He had count. his eyes closed. He had his eyes closed. Yeah, because he was fucking being guided by God. He, that has no, <laughs> that has nothing to do with his managing style. Put him back on the board. He's out of here. No, Fine, he's yeah. out. He's out. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um. Wow. Okay, that's an early hammer. Oh. I love it. I love it. The freedom to choose whoever I want. I'm going to go... Awesome. I'm going to go Gabe Kapler. I think I like he's that. stiff. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm excited to see what he does in San Fran. I was Oh, wait, I, hold on a second. Okay I got to put I have to put uh Boach back on the list. Yeah. Cuz cuz if we're going 2019 involved, then then Bochy is there. Yep. Um but but uh Kapler is donezo. Yeah, he has to be done. I think Gabe Kapler is the most He's he reminds me of like Matt Nagy for baseball. Mm. Like so much promise. I, like, I actually really like that. Yeah, like, he, you know, hyped up, so much promise. He's a visionary, but he can't fucking get it done. All right. Uh, to you, <laughs> seven. Uh, Alex Core because he's linked to cheating as well. Get him off the board. I'm okay with it. Wow, actually, not much of I'm a not, fight. I'm not No, thrilled. I'm not going to fight you on it because I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed at this whole Astros thing, dude. And I was actually thinking about it. I'm like, I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because I'm a huge Red Sox fan, but now Cora's with them. But you know what, dude? If he was in on this, which it kind of seems like he was, I'm kind of pissed off at it because this isn't – it's a whole nother level, dude. That's you know? a good point, yeah. I'm glad this you see it my shit. way. 
I do. It was tough for me, but I do. Okay. All right. We're still rocking and rolling. It is to you, Matty P. <laughs> the AL East is getting crushed here early on. How um, the fuck is Brandon Hyde there? <laughs> I'm going what? David Bell with the Cincinnati Reds just because no one has any idea what the fuck that team is doing right now. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm going to piggyback off seven and go Brandon Hyde. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I'll be honest. If Before I looked this thing up, if you would have told me who's the – Who's the uh, Orioles manager? I wouldn't have been able to fucking tell you. I probably would have said Cheryl Walter still. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Uncle Buck, baby. Uh. Seven. I'm thinking. Let me see. Whew. You know, Andy Green from the Padres is just so uninspiring. Like, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of guys so who got time. fired and they're still on the board. I know. Like... <laughs> Soft as baby should get Aaron Boone out so quick like that, Matty. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, dude. Um, Matty P. I will. Let me see who's left here. Um, I'm going to go Ron Gardenhire. I'm going to get him out of there just because. I don't disagree with Tigers, that at all. Yeah, I mean, they, they're kind of a mess, too, over there right now. Fun fact about Ron Gardenhire, though. My dad played baseball with him in the Jayhawk League in Kansas. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Small awesome. world. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not vouching for him to stay on this list. I think he should be gone as well. But, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fun. Cool, fun <laughs> fact. fact. Yeah. Oh, and that was fun facts with seven. Uh, <laughs> I'm knocking off Clint Hurdle. I, I think I think he kind of got dealt a raw hand in Pittsburgh, but he was just very uninspiring. He's also a Fight Club. Oh yeah, big Fight Club guy. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, let's see. I like. I don't know if I – I kind of want uh, – fuck it. Craig Council, I, I'm i mm. sorry. I feel like with that team, he could have done so much more with it. Uh, I think he was saved by the fact that he had Yelich for the last two years. Their jerseys, their new jerseys are fucking Oh, they're sick. in fuego. Oh, they're in amazing. fuego. They're amazing. So good. Um, Boner jerseys. Next, for... <laughs> <laughs> next for me is Rick Renteria. Yep. Okay. I like it. Yep. As uninspiring as the day is long. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brad Osmus next. I like just, that a lot. I, mm-hmm. If you want to just scream "meh" as a manager, it's Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus is the equivalent to pouring a bowl of cornflakes and not putting any fruit in it. <laughs> he's just he's plain. there. He's bland and he's plain. And he's just there. <laughs> that and was the most. To... That was the most seven answer. The only thing that could have, the only thing that would have made that more of a seven ad answer if you'd have put boobs in it. Oh, I'm waiting on a booby analogy. <laughs> Actually, sat. He made me sit there and think about it. I was like, cornflakes without fruit. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, that's Brad Osmus. You're fucking stuck with them <laughs> until you're not, because they fucking fired him. It's like a. Uh, it's like when fucking Michael Scott hits the thing. It's like peach soda. You're gonna hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Am I up? Uh, I believe. Wait, it is there's, yeah, no, I just knocked off uh, Brad oh, Osmus, so, so right it's you. It's, it's me. Right. So wait, is it me or? It is you. It is yeah, me. It is All you. right. See, now I'm thinking about boobs and cornflakes. So, let me see. <laughs> I honestly like. I'm gonna say it, Bob Melvin. I like. Mm. I get it that the A's have. A very limited payroll, um, 
But when I look at some of the other guys that are in that same predicament on this list, I think Melvin should be doing a lot more than some of his counterparts. I think there's so many names on here that are just like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, shout out, <laughs> shout out yeah, to your old some. articles. Um, yeah, there are some of those out there. I'm surprised you chose him, dude. He's he's done well with that team. Yeah, I think he, I I think he could have done better. I, with the way that they played in the regular season to get to the postseason, I think it's been uninspiring. The last two years, both getting bounced in the wild card uh, to teams that they matched up well with. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, because looking at what the Nats did this year, it's, I think it's just there's no excuse for, for performing the way they have. That's fair. Okay. Yep. Um, for me, I'm going to go Tori Lovulo. Yep. That was going to be my next pick of who the fuck is this guy. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to piggyback that with Charlie Montoyo. Uh, just what the fucking... fuck is he still doing here? Just hiding in the middle there in Toronto? <laughs> yeah, he, he was definitely ducking. Like, don't pick me. <laughs> Change his name in a fucking WebEx so you don't call on him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm going to take, right now, the way I'm looking at it, Joe Girardi. I'm going to take him out um, just for the I'm surprised at this one. Just, I just yeah. I don't like how he managed the Yankees in the playoffs in his final year there. I th- And I know that everyone can look at it and put an asterisk there because of the Astros bullshit, but I still think if he managed a little differently, they're in a different spot. Interesting. All right, so we still have two managers that, or well, three technically, that uh, were let go from their their 2019 team still on the board, and it is to you, uh, Mr. Matty P. I'm going to get rid of Mike Matheny. Mm. Uh, this was a super uninspiring hire for me, for the, for the, the Royals. So I'm, I'm with you on Matheny being kind of kind of a schlep yeah he is a schlep uh so wait is Nettie yo still on that list then if yeah if, so all right yeah i I, th- I don't know i think Matheny could actually be pretty good if we could, he did well with the cardinals um, if he had a good team well yeah i mean there's always that too but I, yeah I, I don't think the world's gonna be good but i think Matheny could actually do some good things with them yeah if he's given a few years they could rebuild and that's the question is he gonna have the patience or is he gonna go to go to the management and be like dude we need something because i don't see Matheny being a guy that's gonna stick around for a rebuild no i think that's the whole plan with them though because they brought him in in the front office uh previous to this year with the hope of grooming him to be the next manager after yost so i think he does have a pretty long leash when you look at some of the other new names i just feel like once he gets back in that dugout he's gonna sit there and be like what the fuck are we doing here? Like, I was, well, he'll be I was managing. He'll he'll be very angry by May, but yeah, I think yeah. his the whole thought process of bringing him in was he, he did really well with the Cardinals, who didn't have the highest payroll but had a good farm system, and he turned them into a competitive team. True. So they're, mm-hmm. they're probably hoping the same thing with the Royals. Granted, they're definitely more uh, hamstrung in terms of payroll, but I think he can do some similar things if given the the right amount of time, and he has the right amount of patience. And, and Tommy, I think you might be right. I don't know how long he can actually put up with it because this is a brand new situation to him. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's one of, I, I totally agree with you. It's one of those things though. If you're coming in to take over a team like the Royals, the Pirates, the Tigers, I mean, you've got to be given at least 
three years, right? I mean, you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you got to come in with that expectation. It's we're, this is going to be a little bit. You know, it's not going to be 2020 that we're we're competing. Yeah. Right. So they should have that expectation going in. I would think. You would think. Uh, I'm up next. I'm knocking out Chris Woodward of the Texas Rangers. Same thing going back to the Orioles. If you would have said who's the manager of the Rangers, I don't know if I would have meant even said Chris Woodward in my first 35 guesses. Ron Washington. Yep. <laughs> uh, exactly. With that glorious fucking mustache. Oh, he's the, he's the best. I wish the Padres would have hired him. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, I'll say Scott Cervais. Just... Get him out of my yeah. face. Remember when they started fucking 12 and 3 and like yeah. we actually had the conversation of like, are the Mariners for real? Yeah, that ended <laughs> about a week after, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, another great call by us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Carlos Beltran. Because he cheats? Because he, exactly. I would say he's linked to this bullshit with the Astros. Yeah. So, get him out of here. Fair enough. Uh, that brings it back to me, doesn't it? Yep. Um, I'm gonna go Brian Snitker. Wow, really? No, wait, no. I'm gonna go Schilt. I don't care if he's manager of the year. He's a fucking dweeb. He's See ya. A nerd. Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Don Mattingly. It pains me to say it because of his Yankee ties, but I feel like he's had more than enough chances to prove himself as a manager, and every time he's fallen flat on his face. Yep. Uh, Matty P. Dude, I was in Miami for Marlins game this year, and he shows up to the ballpark. He's got like a button up short sleeve shirt that's unbuttoned halfway down his chest. He's got chains hanging out. I'm like, this dude is fucking badass. Wait, I love Mattingly. Does he have like, did he have a gold chain for, you know, do you look like Magnum PI, Tom Selleck? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty similar, dude. Does Mattingly fuck? Does oh, Mattingly dude, every, fuck every night, dude? Kidding me? Put him back on the board. Don Mattingly absolutely <laughs> clapping the cheeks. Fucking Miami, uh, you've been warned. Oh, awesome. my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to go with Bud Black because I think the elevation of that park helps him manage. He was yeah. going to be my next pick. If you if you didn't take him off, I was going to because like, I feel like nobody's done less with more. That's a good point. Um, Let's see. I am going to go seven. This one's going to hurt, buddy. Oh. Mickey Calloway. <clears throat> there goes my hero. There goes my <laughs> hero. Oh, it's definitely going to be under there. Um, shout out to Mickey Calloway. But listen, see ya. <laughs> well, he, well, lucky for you, he's the pitching coach of the Angels. Just like I called. Yep. Fucking Tommy. Tommy got one right. He did call that one. That was a good one for fifty. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna go Ned Yost. Um, I just feel like he was a lame duck the last like two or three years in Kansas City. They didn't give him much of a chance, but he also didn't do much to improve the team or manage the team to relevancy again. Yeah, I know he, he did. He did a phenomenal job for that you know three year stretch, but after that they just kind of crashed back down to earth. Fair enough. Um... For me, it's going to be the Padres' Jace Tingler. Oh, the Tingler. Um, the Tingler. Dude, they're, they're, their new jerseys are looking good, too, man. I love all these new jerseys. That yeah. Out. 
Nike's, Nike's actually doing a really good job with these redesigns. And the, the national the Nationals got a new hat too. Really? Uh, is yeah, it still the Walgreens a, logo? Uh yes, it is. But they also got an, <laughs> another one that is kind of a remake of the Senators logo. Oh, I can uh, get around that. And they got a new alternate white jersey as well. Ooh. Dope. Yeah. So uh you okay, so you knock off Tingler. That brings it to me. I'm gonna knock off uh, you know what, you guys you did yours for personal reasons. I'll knock off Joe Madden because wow. t- 2016 still looms large in my heart. Also, I, he's just like that zany fucking old dude. You know, I I'm fucking love of... Joe Madden too. And it, like him, like him buying the whole organization shirts in spring training. It says "Try not I to love suck." It, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a cool manager right there. Yeah, but I, I I do like a lot of these guys that's still on the board more. So let's reset the deck here. We have T- Terry Francona of the Indians, Rocco Baldelli of the Twins, Kevin Cash of the Rays, Brian Snitker of the Braves, David Ross hasn't managed a game yet, but of the Cubs, Dave Roberts of the Dodgers, uh, Bruce Bochy, now retired, was of the San Francisco Giants, and Dave Martinez of the Nationals. Coming off that ring, uh, seven, it is to you. I'm going to go Dave Martinez um, just Ooh. because if – Wow. It's like electing your president. We have to know his health records, and I'm pretty sure he almost had a fucking heart attack. Yeah, he definitely World did. Almost. So I don't know how long he can manage for without his heart giving out on him. So that's the only reason I'm eliminating him. I think he's a good manager, but I have health concerns with him. Fair. Very fair. I mean, he's he's arguably a great manager after winning this World Series against a team that was banging buckets um, yeah. throughout. That's a good point. You know, There was another great manager, but he got axed second, so... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Boone is great. I mean, wow. you know, you know what? You asked like thirty six great hats last week. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, dude. Payback. All right. Payback. Fair enough. <laughs> Matty P, you're right. up. For me, it's Snitker. Um, it's getting tough, obviously, with the guys who are left. But he manages a great team, man. But I think compared to who's left, he's he's probably the first to go for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to kind of go in that same vein. David Ross, uh, great player, great clubhouse presence, have, unproven as a manager, so uh, not sold on it yet. Hmm, I like it. Um, I'm going to go Terry Francona. Fuck you. And... Oh, unbelievable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Me <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, just... <laughs> I think... <laughs> He's my favorite on the list, dude. <laughs> I like him, but I, I just think it's we're getting to the part of his career where I don't know how much longer he's going to go, and I think the last couple of years, the Indians have been good, not great, and I understand that they had a tough road ahead of them this year with the Twins playing so good. Um, I don't know. I, I just think his best days are behind him. Yeah, and, and I obviously dropped in super heavy there. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> but but uh, I, I actually completely agree with you. Um I think a lot of the Indian struggles the past couple of years have been on him. I think in, he peaked in 2016, and now he's riding the, the wave down. Yeah. Um, I, I think in 2016, he managed the hell out of that team, and he's tried to, to emulate that since, and you, you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. No, and, you can't. And, and he's tried to ever since then. So I'm cool with you knocking him out, even though uh, it hurts the heart a little bit. Yeah. You guys are fucking twisted, dude. <laughs> Tito Francona broke the Red Sox fucking curse. I mean, that is the most historic record. Yeah, I, I'm, in, I'm not, like, I'm not ever. denying I mean, that. 
I'm not denying that. He's a great manager, so, and and I'm 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 thrilled because like clearly we're you know he was we got four guys left on this list, and and yeah. and he was just now getting knocked out. He definitely wasn't knocked out second, unlike some people's managers. <coughs> um, well, I but, mean, dude, you're not the one who knocked out Tito, so I'm not going against you. But seven, Rocco Baldelli managed one season. Yep, and he did a phenomenal he stays, job. He stays on the list over Tito. I'm just looking at it in uh, in the present sense. All right. Even Fair though in the top four we have a guy that's retired, so I guess that's <laughs> not the best argument. <laughs> All right. I'm over it. Who are you, who are you um, knocking out, Maddie P? This is tough, man. Uh, to me, this is obvious. And it's obvious for me too. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go Baldelli on this one. Ooh, wow. that was not the obvious Dude, he's one. He's only he's only managed one. Um, one year. That I was mean, not the you... obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your obvious one here? Dave Roberts. Yeah. He's got a World Series and he stole. He's one won seven bags. division titles and hasn't done shit with that outstanding roster. Yeah. Sorry. That's... I'm getting. I'm getting. Well, he made again. the World Series. He didn't win it, but he made the World Series against Boston. And you could argue that it's his managing was the reason they didn't win it, and it was his managing that. that 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 lost them the series this year against the Nationals. I'll and give you that too. I'll I think he's coached his way out of games rather than than like like I said, Tito caught lightning in a bottle and and coached his team to the series. Whereas I think uh, Roberts has overmanaged. I'm surprised he still has a job. If we're being honest. I am too. I'm surprised Ooh. that he lasted this long on this list too. Yeah. So but, hey. uh, like seven. It. So seven. This one bites you in the ass because because we added extra names. So it comes down to Bochi or Cash. Uh, who is your who is our gap to gap manager? Um, I'm gonna eliminate Bochi just because he's retired. Uh, but no, in all in all seriousness, I think Kevin Cash is the best manager in the major leagues. This he like I'm glad he stayed this long. Uh, well, I'm glad he won. I guess. Because I, I think he's he truly is the best manager in the MLB. Uh, just what he's done with that Tampa Bay team since he's got there. They started a little slow, but I think he's truly built a, con- a contender for the foreseeable future. And the way he's doing it in the ALEs with the Red Sox, with the Yankees, playing that schedule uh, with, you know, virtually no home field advantage because the Tropicana, Tropicana is just, you know, a retirement center, for being honest. Uh, so the fact that he's doing this essentially, mixing and matching – like a mad scientist and trying to find the right outcome. I can't say enough about Kevin Cash. And honestly, if, if the Yankees didn't have Boone, I would wish he was my manager right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and wholeheartedly agree. And if, if Tito wasn't the Indians manager, I would, I would want Kevin Cash. If Tito couldn't win this thing, I wanted it to be Kevin Cash. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm thrilled with how this one turned out. Yeah, this one, too. this one was good. We had some bumps in the road, like, right away. Um, but honestly, Maddie, <laughs> That's the beauty of the wait. elimination chamber. I know, but I cannot wait till you pick a topic because I'm going to sabotage the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you, Sab- or, uh, Maddie P., you got the topic next week. Um, Maddie awesome. P., my SeatGeek question for you, and, and, and put in promo code BREAKDOWN, get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Life's an event. We have the tickets seat geek seat geek seat geek my my seat geek question for you is do you have any early thoughts on, on what we could be seeing next week as the elimination chamber Ooh, that's a good question um i don't want to give anything away so i'm not gonna say anything i want it to be a surprise okay um yeah i'm gonna spring it on you guys next week uh i'll do it before we open up the show but um 
I don't want to hint to anyone what it's going to be. Oh. All right. All right. All so right. then my so then my second seeky question to, is mm-hmm. to both you two. Uh, of the new uniforms we've seen debuted, who has the best ones? I still think the Padres. I, for some reason, love brown and yellow. It just reminds me of number one and number two. And honestly, probably the best two feelings you have in the morning when you just drop a heater right after you get out of bed. Yeah, um, there's, there's nothing better than a morning grumpy. Oh, my God. It's the best feeling <laughs> in the world. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so on board with the pee-pee and poo-poo uniforms. <laughs> I, I love the Padres uniforms as well, dude. I'm totally in on that. I, I, I'm going to go – I'll go with the Brewers just to switch it up. I love those new uniforms, and I love that throwback baseball glove logo. Yeah, I'm yep. glad they brought that um, back. Me I'll say too, man. The, crew, the, the Brew crew is the correct answer here. Um, but Yeah, those jerseys are sick. The only thing – and I've, I've actually seen a few people say this – the alternate blue, so the navy blue one, does it look a little college baseball-ish to you guys? I was going to say that, but I, like, for, and I don't know if it's true, but for, I had the same thought. Like, it looks very much like Michigan. Yeah. Or Cal. Or Cal, yeah. It's like, it, it gave me that feel. I don't know. Yeah, I see that. I see that, too. I do love it, though. I like the yellow hat that they're wearing with it. That's sick. Yeah. It is nice. I mean, I can't wait I to like see it. I like the pinstripes, too, though. Oh my yeah, gosh. that's true. Yeah, I love it. All right, that's twenty six of these pigs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, boy, oh boy, we're still going north here, boys. Uh, unlike Terry Francona, we haven't hit our peak yet. Let's keep striving <laughs> right. for it. Uh, until next week, for Maddie P, for Real Seven Christina, I'm Tommy Russo. See you.